didn't like it. You didn't? No. What? Are, oh my god. This movie was a goddamn delight. I am so upset that you didn't like it. I mean, it had its entertaining moments, but at the most part, I was so annoyed with it. Like, <gasps> I just... It was one of those things, like, an hour and a half's a normal amount of time for a movie. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, when is this over? I really, I was done. Wow. I was done by like 45 minutes in. I'm kind of glad we didn't watch it together then because the energy in this house was very positive. <laughs> Honestly, though, maybe if we were watching it together, my attitude would be a little different. And I did watch it this morning. And I, oh, yeah, the vibes aren't right for this kind yeah, of movie. The vibes weren't right, but I just, oof, it was something. Oh something. my gosh, I had I had the best time and I felt like every time I was like, oh man, I hope they do this. Then they did that and I was just like, ah, yes, they're on the exact same page with me of where I want this movie to go. Even Alberto was like, I really hope they do an evil armchair swivel and they did an evil armchair swivel and he got so excited. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> like I said, there were funny parts. I'm not going to diss the whole movie, but as a whole, I just was not, I don't know. This is it this wasn't is as wild. good as some of the, this is wild as me. Good as some of the other ones we've done. I don't know. I just wasn't. Wow. I think I was. Maybe the actual sloth annoyed me. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Let's let's introduce let's ourselves get, so we can get uh, yeah. into it properly. This is I hate it. Let's watch it. I'm Lisa and I'm Dawn and we are talking about Slother House, which is actually available to view on Hulu. Unlike most yes. of the crap movies we cover here that you have to do. I know to, like, that we're like I'm sorry you have of to the f- internet. <laughs> Find. You have to go acquire those somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. So that's a nice welcome respite from that whole thing. But oh man. So the sloth was cute though. I thought the sloth was adorable. I did not. I mean, I like sloths, but I was not liking this one. I, 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 I granted it's fake. I get that. Yeah, it's a puppet. But ugh, I just wasn't. He had longer hair than I'm, I imagine. <laughs> For a sloth. That's interesting. <laughs> no, because like, obviously I see sloth videos and I'm like, oh, they're cute. Like they're adorable, but their hair isn't that long <laughs> on near the head. And I just, I wasn't feeling the whole vibe of this sloth. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is really hilarious to me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm going to critique the movie, I'm going to critique the movie. And I mean, we're really, we're really getting into the minutiae of the puppeteer and the puppeteering. I thought that was all very good, actually. I mean, like, you could tell it was Well, yes, the puppeteering puppet, was. But yeah, the the act, the motions and the actions and the way that they edited we're f- things yes. were, were fun. We're definitely successful yeah. enough because obviously, like, you could tell that it was not real sloth. But mm-hmm. I preferred it to, like, CGI. Yes. Yes, it did have the right, obviously, the movement. It's a sloth. It's not fast, even though they wanted well, to tell you in this movie that yeah. they are technically fast. They just decided to ignore that facet of sloths. And I appreciated that the movie did this about a lot of things where it was just like, we're not going to address this. We're not going to explain why. We're just going to kind of do what we want for our purposes. And I found that very fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I... Yeah, we can let let's begin. Okay. Let's be- <laughs> let's begin. So, the opening scene of the movie is in Panama and we see this cute little sloth hanging off a tree branch over a river and it's reaching for a little leaf to eat and it can't reach and it's like, Ugh. 
I'm just like, oh, poor sloth. And then a crocodile just pops up and gets the sloth right off the branch. And you're like, oh no, the poor sloth. Right, because then the water looks all red and you're like, fuck, it's dead. Yeah, it's very shark movie type scene. And then we see the sloth crawl out of the river as the victor of this little jungle brawl. And the crocodile is in fact the one that is dead now and has these like three giant slash marks over its belly. Yeah, you watch it just kind of roll over and like belly side up and you see the three slash marks and you're like, oh, this is the work of an evil sloth. So are we to assume that this is our sloth? That's what I thought thought okay because as that's happening you see poachers coming for Mm -hmm. the sloth okay yeah that's right all right the only reason i asked that question is because the ending scene like the credits scene where the jungle guide is giving the tour and the preteen girl oh yes yes yes. so there's another sloth there that seems to be menacing a little bit and so i was wondering if if their take is that all sloths are evil (laughs) or if it was just this one sloth that was kind of psychotic or just very good selfie takers yeah well very good at operating lots of different kinds of technology actually (laughs) Uh uh-huh Knows how to work that Instagram and hashtag. Yeah, it's going to be an influencer. It's going to be huge. Oh, Lord. So, yes, we do see the poacher come along, shoot the sloth with a tranquilizer, and then take it off in a bag. And then we cut away from Panama and we pick up in a mall. By the way, do you know where this movie was filmed? No, but that had to have been a green screen. Serbia. <laughs> this movie Shut up. was filmed in Serbia. <laughs> Thank you for picking that up because I (laughs) went to look for facts about this movie and IMDb didn't have shit. Oh, well, they had that. (laughs) That's like the only thing I was really looking at. I was trying to get a a place. I know. I was trying to get a sense of the type of university, like the, was it like an affluent area? Because she drives a very nice car, (laughs) our main character. Yes. And as a college student, a college senior, most of them aren't driving cars like this just yet in their lifetime. That was the first thing I thought of. That and then also, um, when it came to the sorority house, it seemed very plantation-like. Right. And it was like out in the middle of nowhere, it seemed. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of odd as well. So I, I was trying to get a better idea of the setting if they actually filmed it on a university campus or, you know, where they filmed it. And it's Serbia. So <laughs> yeah, talk about a budget, man. Yeah. It's just ship to Serbia. <laughs> they had to, yeah, they had to spend all their budget on sloth effects. That's probably why that mall was green screen. Probably. Yeah. Because at one point I'm like, there's not a lot of people walking around this mall. And then like I looked a little further and I'm like, oh, you could see around their heads. It's definitely a green screen background. (laughs) Except for the escalator, obviously, because they were on an escalator. Sure. But it's not hard to find an escalator, I guess. No. So anyway, our main character, Emily, which why can we never get away from Emily's? Especially influencer Emily's. (laughs) That needs to stop. Seriously. So Emily and her friend Madison, whom she calls Maddie, are walking through the mall, just doing whatever. And Maddie gets a little bit critical of Emily because she's so fixated on her followers and her social media presence. And she's like, you need to like, let this go, you know, like, right. You're way too focused on this. And I agree. (laughs) Yeah, there's more important, like she was trying to say, our friendship in the now is more important and all that stuff. And it's our senior year coming, like, right. Be in the moment. Maddie's got some good takes. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just does not get what she deserves here. Oof. So she wanders off and then Emily sees this dog, this little Yorkie come like running out of nowhere. And this was a weird, it was strange. It was a bizarre. Yeah. 
interesting introduction, I should say. Absolutely. As someone who just watched the movie right before this, it almost doesn't even feel like the same movie because it, it happens in a bubble and then like the rest of the movie mm-hmm. takes place in an entirely different set of circumstances. So anyway, this Yorkie is running free through the mall and this child is on like a little scooter toy thingy. Like I don't. Yeah. Some, some Like a little train car. Something. He's not paying attention, but they're on a collision course. So she does a little sucker slide and grabs this dog up out of the way. And she almost slams right into this guy's table who is just like sitting there eating his lunch or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he uses this as an opportunity to strike up a conversation. And it's like, oh, so you're a dog lover. And she's like, I just don't like to see animals get hurt. And then she's like, let's take a selfie with this dog. (laughs) Weirdest fucking... (laughs) First of all, he's a stranger. You don't know this dog. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even your dog. Yeah. And then this guy's just like, get it. And it was just yeah, and such a weird It was intro. bizarre because then he was like, oh, are you going to take it home? And it's like, she, again, she doesn't know whose dog this is. There's probably not a stray dog running around the mall. She's like, oh. But I feel like she was considering yeah, it if she wasn't like, in the sorority. Oh, yeah, my sorority <laughs> sisters wouldn't allow it. And just like, well, maybe the dog's owner might have something to say about it as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... Fortunately, while they're chatting, somebody, i it seems like a groomer or maybe like a pet store employee. Like, I don't know mm. where the dog came from, but whoever is in charge of the dog comes and get the, gets the dog. And then this guy notices that she posts to Instagram and like, you know, whatever. And so he's like, oh, well, people tag. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Oh, exotic. exotic. <laughs> Which is a play for those of you who did not get into that during COVID, which is a play on Joe mm. Exotic from Tiger King and definitely fits the fits the bill. Yeah, fits the mold of what they're trying to do here. So he's like, yeah, tag me. And then also mentions that he works with lots of exotic animals and that people who are really looking to make an influence on the social medias need an exotic pet. Exotic pets do incredibly well on the Internet. So starts the wheels in her head spinning a little bit. I mean, it just seems like a bad idea from the get go. (laughs) So we abandon this whole thing and then we go to the sorority house, which is where we will spend the rest of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, it's a very one area. Yeah, it's like a bottle scene almost in a Mm -hmm. a bottle episode. So we get to the sorority house and we get bombarded with a lot of names and a lot of information about a lot of people. And I think it was a little bit overwhelming and and not done very well because it kind of popped up with a little social media profile every time we met somebody new. Hated it. It would tell you their name and like a couple of facts about them, but like not facts that they would post about themselves, facts that the movie wants you to know about them. But it was there and gone too quickly. So like some of them I didn't even get to read fully. And also they're talking like while they pop up. So you're like trying to read, but you're trying to listen. Right. And they were also super light. It was like an opaque, like they were they supposed to be in the background? Were they just supposed to show like how many followers this person has? Which again, as the movie went on too, I found it to just be like, what was the significance of that? Like, I understand that like, yes, she wants followers and all that and it has something to do with the sorority. And But in the end, I felt like we didn't need to know any of like those little pop-ups didn't need to happen. It was just extra shit that I felt like we didn't need. That and I felt like this movie really, really loved to play into stereotypes 
And so yeah. you didn't actually need any of that additional social media based information about these people, because as soon as they started playing their roles, you knew exactly who they were supposed mm-hmm. to be and why they were that way. So you have the HBIC head bitch in charge, and that is Brianna. And she's the current sorority president running for reelection in her senior mm-hmm. year. And she's got her little like henchmen people. I didn't remember yeah. all of their names. <laughs> No, because they come and go and they're they're all the names blonde. are barely mentioned. <laughs> yeah, they're all blonde or do to do's and it's like the main thing though is that currently she's running on a post, like as of that right, moment. Yeah. So that's like a big deal for her, obviously, because she wants to her senior year like close it out. Yes. And then the only other like semi-important character, I guess, is the bro sorority sister, which is sort of a weird thing. Zenny. <laughs> Zenny, whose voice I can't what was going on understand. with that. Was it an accent or was it okay. a voice she put on? So uh, that I don't know, but I did look up her IMDb page because I was like, is there something more about this woman that I <laughs> that I need to know to understand why her voice sounds like this? And she is from England. So okay. I don't know if maybe part of it is that she was masking her natural accent. Um, sometimes mm. I feel like that can make people sound weird. But she also had a very unnaturally deep voice for a woman. It was the combination of the two. But it almost sounded like she was trying to have a deep voice. Like that wasn't her natural voice. So I I would like to hear her talk in something else to see if it's the same. Because I'm not really sure. But it was hard to understand sometimes. And also just very uncomfortable to hear. So I feel bad if that's her actual speaking voice. Yeah, I and when she initially came on, I was kind of like, I did a double take and I'm like, thank God I had like my subtitles on because I'm like, wait a minute. Is she actually in the sorority? Like, is she that like, is she broing out so hard? That's what I found interesting. Well, her social like, media indicator let us know that she joined the sorority on a dare. Okay, yeah. See, I didn't even pick up on that because <laughs> they went by so fast. Yeah. They were so light. Couldn't really read them. So I was just really looking at more the numbers because I think that's what they were trying to really establish yeah was well like, i think the theme was like we're, we're making a commentary on social media in this movie mm. which is fair because i feel like maybe 90 percent of these girls would be the type to hire a content creator for their wedding let's just say and maybe it's like a younger generation thing so it's harder for us to kind of conceive of but i mean i still know people who they'll like text me to be like hey can you like my instagram photo it has no likes and i'm just like are you serious for real <laughs> yeah <laughs> And I'm like, are you serious? Like, who the hell cares? What is this matter? I've actually, I've known people who, if they don't get enough, they they'll delete, delete it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I really don't. Isn't some better than none, though? I would think. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I like. I really don't care when I post something. I don't expect every single person I know to like it. I don't even expect my best friends to like it. I'm just posting it because I want people to see it, not because I want them to like demonstrate publicly that they like my post. <laughs> right. Right. So anyway, we find out that Emily wants to run for president, but she doesn't really know how to get started because Brianna runs this whole empire and it's probably going to be in the bag for her but she's also a huge bitch and everybody kind of secretly hates her so right 
She could theoretically run against her and win, but she doesn't think she can do it on her own. So she does reach out to O Exotic. (laughs) And he's like, come get your sloth, basically. So again, this is a horrible idea. From the ground up, just makes no sense. And I, I would really love to know if anybody would actually consider doing this because it's kind of borderline insane. And right. I actually thought it was funny later in the movie because another sort of important character in the movie is Miss Mayflower, who she was interesting. She made me really sad. <laughs> oh, yeah, she made she's that typical and men do this too, where it's they don't want to let go of their youth and they don't want to let go of that life that they had when they were popular or at least in again like a sorority like that type of environment they can't let go of it so they hang around in some type of way so she becomes like the den mother kind of yeah she's the house mother for the sorority yeah and she's drunk like she's constantly drinking so at the end of the movie she has this really interesting conversation with Emily like don't waste your life I spent my whole life wanting to be the sorority president and then I just kind of hung around here hoping that you guys would one year decide to nominate me for president and Emily's like wait you've been waiting around here this whole time thinking that we're gonna elect you president like oh my god and I'm like are you kidding bitch can you look in a mirror for a second because you literally brought a wild animal into this house just to get elected popularity (laughs) yeah and she she also pulled the whole like you're a 60 year old woman she's like I'm my yeah she's in her 40s she didn't even remotely look 60 no so that was such a diss that I hated yeah because even her facial expressions the whole time Emily's she had that stank face on as she was talking and I'm like rude like oh my god you're so pathetic and it's like um you're responsible for a lot of people's deaths (laughs) you're looking in the mirror right now because that's clearly what you want but we're getting ahead of ourselves so yeah Emily goes to collect the sloth from O Exotic. But before she gets there, O Exotic is just chilling, enjoying his poacher money or whatever. And he antagonizes the sloth. And there are these pills that he's supposed to be giving the sloth. That's what I was a little confused about because yeah. is the sloth evil because <laughs> she doesn't have the pills or vice versa? Well, Obviously, the sloth was not on any medication out in Panama and was, I don't want to say evil, but aggressive out there. Mm. So perhaps the pills were, I mean, I think Emily refers to them later as anxiety pills or something. Right. So maybe they do have a calming effect, but we, we don't know. We don't know. It's never really addressed or explained. The sloth needs therapy and he's refusing to take his meds. Ugh. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not going to give you your medication. And then he takes the sloth out of the cage And then the sloth just fucking slices that guy up super fast. He gets exactly what he deserves. So like not sad about it. Most of the people who died in this movie deserved it. So I was just kind of rooting for the sloth for most of the movie. I felt bad when he died. She died. Um, I was all right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you didn't like the movie. (laughs) (laughs) You found the sloth annoying. I did because we'll get into it. But like she brings this. So then she rescues the sloth because then she once she decides she's gonna get the sloth she goes to o exotic's house and he's nowhere in sight because he dead right <laughs> yeah he's gone he's dead and she basically rescues the sloth because he has other exotic animals yeah it I, appears you that know, there's a, a large cat walking around uncaged yeah. it's like how did that happen <laughs> very joe exotic of this Aye. movie so she basically rescues her which is why i felt like the i mean we find out why but 
initially i'm like why do you want to go after her she kind of saved you know like Mm -hmm. whatever and then she brings her back to the sorority house in a box and obviously you have this bitch brianna is like what's in the box what's in the box what's in the box and like halfway up the stairs she like rips it out of her hands and the box goes flying yeah and this poor sloth lands on almost the floor. got a concussion <laughs> at that point they're like you're not allowed to have pets and they do that whole back and forth of what the rule book says and they can have a pet as long as it's a mascot right so the sloth is going to be a mascot and she brings her up to her room and she has the perfect room for a sloth too because she has that like yeah she has a lofted bed so the sloth yeah. can kind of hang from Just it hang <laughs> this is when maddie comes in and starts yeah, and spitting out spitting all kinds facts. of truth <laughs> Yeah, I loved Maddie so much and I was very upset. The only time I was upset that the sloth went after somebody was when the sloth went after Maddie because I was like, bitch, she's right. And that was brutal. <laughs> that yeah. was brutal. And wouldn't you want that? She's trying to help you. Right, now. exactly. Like, like She's saving you... F- wouldn't the sloth want to go back to the wild? I wasn't really I clear think. on why the sloth would rather stay in a sorority house because even if we go with the idea that maybe he or she feels attached to Emily for saving her, she doesn't really actually have Emily's best interests at heart in the end. No, and I don't think she gives a shit about her either. Like, right. That's, that's yeah. what I'm not understanding because, well, then we find out she gets called down for something. And the sloth is in the room and her computer's open (laughs) and the sloth now knows how to um, work a mouse and starts clicking through Instagram and scrolls. And it's like, oh, cute pictures, basically. Like, this is the internal dialogue, I think, this (laughs) thing has in its head. (laughs) Like, oh, cute. She's cute. I like her. And then all of a sudden, the selfie with Oh Exotic is there. And like, that's when the smoke Mm -hmm. starts coming out of her ears. And it's like, well, now I got to kill everybody. Right. Well, because prior to this, Emily had given her the medication, the anxiety medication. And she had Didn't taken it. Didn't even try it. to hide it though. Yeah, she yeah. wrapped it up in the leaf and gave it to her and she ate it and she was totally fine. But then she sees this picture and she spits it out onto the desk because she's like, I want to be a fucking crazy sloth. I don't want to be normal. So yeah, I wasn't sure exactly what triggered her if it was because Emily was with O Exotic or if it was just seeing O Exotic kind of gave her like a PTSD moment. A little bit of both because I think it could have been a in cahoots moment. Like, But she... She, oh. But from that point, she's still helping Emily because when she starts killing people, it's after Emily announces that she's going to be running for president against Brianna. Mm. And then the sloth starts killing people who are going to vote against Emily. So she's trying to help her get elected. <laughs> Agreed. I totally agree. But also when they came, when they did the vote for the sloth to be the mascot, mm-hmm. the first person that the sloth kills was the first person to vote yes for the sloth. So I found that interesting. Well, yeah, but because then then Brianna talks her, she said she guilts her basically. She's like, You right, voted yes. Right, right. You voted yes, you are on my shit list, but you can make it up to me. So then they have this party and Sarah is her name. I learned her name after she died. Yeah, you didn't really get a lot of the names no. of the in-between people. <laughs> no, no, no. So Brianna basically 
talks Sarah into getting Emily to hand her the sloth. And once she has her, she brings her outside and just puts her by a tree, like leaves her outside. But it's 30 feet from the building. So like... That's what I said. I'm like, you didn't even try to go deep into the wooded right. area. You just kind of like, she could still see into the windows. Right. But the implication from- is that she's leaving her there for dead. So mm-hmm. the sloth is not happy. And then Sarah goes back inside to randomly hook up with some dude. It was almost like she was like, I just left a sloth for dead and now I'm really horny. Let's go make out. So <laughs> she goes upstairs with this Aww. guy. And then like when she goes to her room or something to change, I don't know what she's doing but then the sloth appears in her room puts some pills into her drink three very large very large they dissolved immediately (laughs) yeah worked instantly and then what were they where did the sloth get them because i don't think it was was it the anxiety pills maybe but how could he have known what kind of effect they would have on her because they kind of do this paralyzing thing where she falls down she's totally conscious but she can't move right it's almost like they were roofies or something insane i don't know where where she got them from but she has her in this prone position and then just like slices the shit out of her so that's that but then nobody seems to notice that she went missing you can see they're doing this montage because now the sloth is becoming integrated into their sorority and yeah there's people knocking on her door like sarah are you in there and i guess she doesn't answer but it's like okay the body's gonna start to rot and decompose i don't think the sloth moved the body this isn't slacks okay we didn't have the cleanup crew that existed in that movie So I don't understand why nobody barged in for one to be like, we haven't seen Sarah in a week and something is smelly in her room. (laughs) Right. Like that. It was just we haven't seen her. And then that was that. Right. And then the montage was them playing dodgeball. It was kind of funny watching the sloth like with a whistle. The sloth blew the whistle. Yeah. It was so cute. There were some cute moments. Yeah. I mean, ridiculous because it doesn't, the movie doesn't bother to explain how the sloth can do all of this. We're just, no. we're just told to accept it. And honestly, that's what I liked about it. It was just like, all right, yeah, fine. I mean, that was fine. Let's fucking roll with it then. But that was, yeah, that was intertwined with a montage of the sloth killing off most of the sorority house at that point. And I found that kind of funny because, again, they're not really paying attention to who's missing. Mm-mm. They'll bring up a random person and be like, oh, it says she moved to wherever. Which is hilarious to me because that means that the sloth is hacking into their Instagram accounts Uh and updating their info to be like, oh, yeah, I moved out of state suddenly without telling anybody. And it's just like, I mean, she tried. She tried real hard to cover her tracks there. She tried. It was just so funny to me because it's like what this sloth is capable of doing (laughs) is only explained by what could have been which wasn't some radioactive right (laughs) situation where like in other movies we've seen it's like oh it's because it was too close to whatever chemical and it turned them into whatever change has yeah pollution something I guess we could say that's what it is for this because, again, like you said, there is no set reason as to how this sloth could take out all these people and change their social medias and use phones and computers. (laughs) Right. Has any sort of concept of how to do any of that. Nope. It's pretty fantastic. Or the brain capacity to plan right an accident that we'll get into oh yes fucking hilarious Wait, we're like we're almost there right we we're almost there yeah. i think so because it's all this middle stuff yeah i have no one is noticing this string of murders girls literally keep going nope. missing 
and no one is concerned. And also there doesn't seem to be that many girls in the sorority anyway to start with because when they take that vote on the mascot, there's like 15 to 20 of them in that foyer. I was going to say, yeah, it's like an easy divide down the middle, like six and so six or something. So you think if like four or five girls go missing, they're going to be like, um... What is going on here? But no, no, nobody cares. Especially during that voting scene right. when it's just so quiet and like they're actually counting them. Right, let's take attendance first. Yeah, that would be smart. Yeah, And then let's see. So yeah, things are going swimmingly for Emily and this sloth who they've named Alpha. I don't really like the name though, so I don't call the sloth that. I no. just keep calling the sloth the sloth. So Maddie rolls up and Zenny is sitting poolside with the sloth and the sloth is wearing a little pink sun hat hat and a little pink mm-hmm. dress and she and Maddie's just like this is fucking gone too far this thing needs to get back to the wild like this is just a disgrace I cannot so she picks up the sloth and she's trying to like abscond with it and then mm-hmm. Emily sees her doing it and stops her and is like what the fuck you're stealing my sloth and then Maddie continues to be the voice of reason here and is like yeah she's like this is not what we should be doing like you're yeah. really you're using a sloth for likes like you're yeah. out of your fucking mind yeah you are literally insane no and as <laughs> Maddie's holding the sloth <laughs> She slides Maddie's phone out of her back pocket. And when there's the tussle of... Over the sloth. (laughs) Over the sloth. Maddie trying to take the sloth back, whatever. They're still having their argument. And the sloth just flings the phone. Right. Just just like throws it. And honestly, I thought that's that's all she was doing. I thought she was just like, hmm, bitch, I'm going to break your phone. Right. Like, fuck your phone. (laughs) And then, oh my God, I actually audibly gasped at this point because I was not expecting it. Me and Alberto, you should have seen our faces. We both... (gasps) Yeah. The fight's basically over. She's not getting through to Emily, whatever. And she goes to get her phone and this Mini Cooper just comes and fucking whack. And I was like... Oh my god. Yeah. Oh the my sloth god. The just mean girls to her in the middle of mm-hmm. the road. It was so brutal. And I thought she was dead. And I think I thought like, she was dead too. Alberto's eyes were so wide. <laughs> we were both <laughs> just like, oh my god. Right? Like this is the craziest murder so far of this movie. Yeah, totally. And to the least deserving person, because mm-hmm. we will talk about how Brianna does not get what she deserves in this movie. And oh, I was no. so fucking pissed. But the next scene they cut very immediately to like they're taking her to the hospital she's she's still alive they think she's gonna be okay and it's just kind of like this moment of like oh my god really she got she got hit by a car going like 60 miles an hour pretty fucking fast (laughs) so fast so emily goes with her to the hospital and And it happens to be the same night as the voting night right where they have to be there by midnight in order to make the vote and um maddie doesn't look good man she is on oxygen she's looking rough and Maddie's giving her whole like I'm so sorry da 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 it's like save it bitch and all of a sudden she gets the like reminder like gotta be here by midnight right voting is tonight you see Maddie be like just go like she takes the oxygen right off. she takes the oxygen off just to tell her fine you can abandon me yet again to go you know run for president right one thing that I think is interesting is they make the point of calling out that Emily's mother who is I guess dead <laughs> we don't really get that backstory the way she spoke of her right. yeah that because makes sense. she asked Miss Mayflower what kind of a sorority president her mother was so her mother was the president of the sorority and I almost feel like that makes more sense as motivation for her to want to be president Mm -hmm. than anything else but they don't really lean into that enough I think no I would have 
lean into that more. What they're making it more about is her popularity and her followers. So right, and the, when she asked about her mom, it was prior to her now decision on how to go about becoming president. You would think that it would have been an afterthought of my mom didn't need to do this shit. Why am I doing? Kind of like a clarity moment, right? But they didn't use it that way. No, and it was just kind of stupid. Yeah, it, it was strange. Like I, I definitely don't think that was developed enough or utilized enough. I think it could have been. Mm-mm. But anyway, so she gets back to the campus just in time for the voting and she drops her phone off in her room and scurries downstairs in her little robe and Miss Mayflower locks them all inside because I guess that's part of this whole little voting ritual. First of all, that lock was not holding. She <laughs> no. just kind of wrapped it around yeah. and just closed the lock. <laughs> right. So and like there's only one en- entry and exit to the building that's a firehouse. Yeah. So the sloth immediately goes to Emily's phone and locates her previous location which was the hospital and sets up navigation because this bitch is going to drive Emily's She's car. She's taking the keys. That slow mo of the keys <laughs> across the table. <laughs> And I looked at it as, oh, she's going to go finish the job, which is what she tries to do. Yes. But it was just pretty funny that she looks at the map like, oh, bitches at this hospital. Yep. Yep. Like, it's smart. Like, because otherwise you'd be wondering, how'd she know which hospital she was at? How does she know how to use a stick shift? (laughs) Thank you very much. Well, she can't even reach the pedals, honestly, if we're going to get into the actual logistics Uh, of this. There's no way she could, a sloth could drive a car. she seemed like she was doing a great job anyway. Well, she was going a little fast because she picks up a popo at some point for speeding. Mm -hmm. And the cop follows her all the way to the hospital and draws her gun on, on the car to be like (laughs) hands up and then you know she's gone so she sloths her way inside and to the hospital room where she unplugs the necessary machines and Mm -hmm. then now maddie is struggling to breathe and can't really move and so while she's doing that the sloth sets up a nice little hospital kill selfie and takes a nice little photo for her new killer sloth instagram yes i wonder have we looked does this actually exist did they do that as part oh, of the marketing? Oh, I didn't even think. I'm just going to look real quick. It didn't look like real Instagram. So it I had didn't. A feeling yeah. like maybe, but let me just see. But that'd be fucking funny. There are accounts, but I don't think Alpha the Killer Sloth is an account, but it's it's not really a movie account. Mm. Yeah. So no, that would have been cool marketing, though. So they missed their yes. they missed their opportunity there. But the strike, too, they couldn't promote. <laughs> One more strike, guys, and you're out. Yeah. So after taking the selfie, the sloth grabs her pillow and proceeds to smother her. (laughs) Yeah, I have a question here. Yes. Because obviously uh, all logic's out the window, but I still have to ask. Why didn't anybody use their arms and, you know, (laughs) grab the sloth and shuck it across the room? Whenever this was happening. Okay. To any of them. Well, in defense of this scene, I assume maybe there's something medically going on with her that she couldn't. Maybe her arms were strapped down. Maybe she was on some kind of medication where she couldn't move very easily. And the same thing with Sarah, because she had the pills, whatever those pills were. There were people who fought back, but it seemed like this thing was like fucking cling wrap. And just as soon as it got on, it was like, I'm I'm not getting off till I kill you. So this thing also does not fucking die. And we'll get into that. No. Yeah. And I have my problems with that as well. Mm -hmm. So we think that Maddie is now dead for realsies. The sloth goes back to the slother house. No. Yep. And we catch up with the voting, which 
ultimately sees Emily winning and becoming the new president, obviously. And now they're just going to have like a big party. It's going to be super fun. But the sloth is pissed now. The sloth has really gone off the deep end and wants to start hurting people. So lots of deaths happen very quickly all in a row. Some were kind of wild. That curling iron one was pretty sick. Yeah. I was scared what they were going to do with that curling iron. I was like, oh, no, this could get. I laughed at the girl who sleeps in her beret. Found that kind of funny. (laughs) The Dakota in Paris. Yeah, Dakota in Paris, the, the gun aficionado. Oh, yeah. Thank God that she does. Yeah, her, dad, her dad likes guns, so she has a gun. Her dad has an NRA card. She's definitely got a gun. Well, she has a gun. Um, like a gun. Like a gun. A in proper her gun. Drawer. And it's, yeah, and it's just in her bedside drawer. Like, she's going to need it. Oh, my God. But like that, we got like a typical horror bathroom scene, which I was kind of glad about. You know, the girl's about to take a shower. Oh, the loofah? Yeah, the, the loofah murder. She gets gagged by a loofah. <laughs> I was like, what is he gonna, the- what's she going to do with that loofah? Like, how do you kill somebody that way? I think ultimately she died from like an actual, like a slash wound, but then the loofah was yeah. just stuffed in her mouth. Maybe so she could scream. Presentation. I guess. Yeah. Mm, there we go. Honestly, he was really, she was really big on setting these up in like the creepiest way. So the party's happening and then they decide to do some like sorority, you know, the sorority. Initiative. Trust showers. <laughs> fucking stupid what the- they just blindfold them and put them in cold water and they're like oh my god go into the cold water yeah they have to ah. walk under a bunch of taps and like trust that their sisters are not going to make it really cold or really hot and it's just like that's okay look i understand hazing's bad and i don't support hazing but if you're gonna haze people this is such low stakes <laughs> yeah it was fucking stupid. stupid but then at that point too like the first girl i knew was a pledge Mm-hmm. But then all the other ones are like, who's next? Like, right, yeah, they tried to get existing sunny. members. So it's like, so now you're just going to do this for fun anyway? Yeah, but whatever. right, yeah. At the same time, Emily's boyfriend is scrolling through Instagram and <laughs> sees that she won. <laughs> right. Let me see what she's up to on her socials. And all of a sudden he... <laughs> he gets... Yeah. He sees the, the killer... killer so close. <laughs> so close oh no it slipped out the killer sloth's (laughs) instagram and is like this is fucking weird i should probably go check this out (laughs) right the sloth electrocutes a lot of people in those trust showers by the way yeah um, that was that was kind of zenny is one of the people who gets electrocuted but find out later that that is not the case puts the heat up like makes it scalding hot water and then electrocutes Mm-hmm. Then we have, oh, and here's another great horror movie moment. Chasing Emily. Uh, she gets in her room, slams the door shut, and we get a lovely shining moment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the sloth then just rips through the one panel of the door. Right. And it's like, here's Johnny. Yep. But it's not. And he sticks it's his a sloth. <laughs> she sticks her little paw through and then like beckons like, with the claws. <laughs> and then she walks over for some reason. But then Idiot. the sloth gives her her phone, which is up to the post of the selfie in the hospital with Maddie. Yeah. And then this fucking idiot. Like, I mean, not that anybody ever thinks to call for help in this movie because not a single person does. But she throws no. her cell phone at the wall or at a mirror or something. And it's like, um, you don't think you might need that at some point? Yeah. I know you're upset, but don't destroy your only means of reaching the outside world. (laughs) So she gets in and there's that that struggle. And finally, Emily does what I had said. She takes her and chucks her out the fucking window. Mm -hmm. And you think, that's it. 
Right. No, obviously not. Because she does that pan away, mm-hmm. look again. Body's missing. Yep. Okay. So now we get into Miss May Ms. is about May to get flower. assaulted. She's so but drunk. She's, <laughs> she's so drunk, which gives her more of the power of self-defense, which right. it's odd how that happens. Like you get this superpower of strength when you're drunk that like... <laughs> She's just, like, not thinking clearly enough to realize a sloth is coming after her, that she just takes the paddle and starts whacking. And it's like, yeah, why isn't anybody else doing this? She bludgeons this thing. I thought for sure the sloth was going to be dead. Oh, I wrote down. I'm like, yay, she did it. Right. Oh, my God. And you see the hits on the sloth. They're to the head. This thing Mm -hmm. should have died from this impact. But so she does this and then she goes running off to where Emily is still trapped in the room. Mm-hmm. And she's at the little hole in the door and she's like, oh, my God, I killed it. And Emily's like, really? And she's like, yeah, no, totally. I totally killed it. But then <laughs> the sloth appears as soon as Emily's getting ready to unlock the door and stabs her, I guess. And and she's not in, in such a good place anymore. Right. So she like kind of bursts into the room. And thankfully, the sloth is not with her. But this is when they sit on the floor and she's basically bleeding out and telling Emily all the regrets she has about how she lived her life. And Emily is judging her super harshly for somebody who brought this upon them all because she was so fucking insecure. (laughs) The faces she made. I'm like, what a bitch. Seriously, like you have no right to judge. At least Miss Mayflower is not responsible for the deaths of 30 people. No, but they were under her watch. But anyway. Oh, no. (laughs) Um... No, I'm not going to get into that. Involuntary manslaughter. (laughs) There we go. But this is one of the things she says when she's on a roll. Like, you think, like, she's done with her heart to heart and she's about to just pass away. Oh, God. The socks are we going to talk about? Yes. She's like, when I do your girl's laundry, I keep a sock and I wear them to be cool. And it's like, A, sad. Yes. Very sad. Yes. B, very fucking creepy. But also, interesting theory, because she's like, nobody wonders where their one sock goes. Like, they're just like, whatever. <laughs> like, that was her thought process. Like, nobody thinks about a sock. I mean, that's it's like, true. I guess. Yeah. I guess. But then they do, like, a fake death moment where you think that she has died yes. after she says this. And then she gasps awake. And I was like, oh, thank God. Those would have been horrible last words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she gets you another just admitted chance. the cr- creepy as shit. <laughs> right. She gets another chance and she finally says, don't worry about what other people think. Live life for yourself. Live it for others. Learn to sacrifice. Yada, yada. So It's funny that this is supposed to be the lesson we learned from this movie. Right. Hmm. So anyway, what's his face shows up? Tyler, her boyfriend. Yes. Shows yes, Tyler. up. And then they get the shit scared out of them by Zenny, who is supposed to be dead, but is still alive. And she is just magically alive. And then they're like, we got to get out of here. And Emily's like, wait, Brianna is trapped in the bathroom and we need to go back and get her. And they were like, yeah, okay. So they go. This made me laugh. They go back to get Brianna. They walk into the room. They're like, hey, come on out. We got to leave. She's like, how do I know you're not the sloth? And then Senny goes, because she's talking American to you. Yeah. <laughs> but honestly, could you imagine? I don't think it would have been outside the realm of possibility for this sloth to learn to talk in this movie, given all the other things that it learned how to do on a very like steep learning curve. How to talk, how to how to impersonate people and maybe how to like puppet. <laughs> right. Has the voice changer from Scream. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> Make changes. phone calls. 
Come on. You're right. It would not have been odd at all at that point if that had happened. So Brianna comes out. They're trying to leave and they get like ambushed in the hallway. The sloth takes a slash at Tyler who goes down. Emily goes down. Zeddy goes down. Brianna starts running for her life. She sprays it in the face with hairspray, which stuns it for a second. But then she turns around and just runs straight into a wall, which is great. (laughs) And so then she falls down on the floor and the sloth is about to get her. And this is when Zenny stabs it, right? She's got all these knives. Yeah, she has a um, katana. A katana, thank you. (laughs) For some reason. (laughs) Yeah. And stabs the sloth. But I think as that was happening, the sloth then gashed her. So they're both bleeding. But at bleeding. this point, I'm thinking there is a legit knife through the body of this thing. Right. It's dead. Yes. I also thought that. And then my next thought was, well, where the fuck was Emily through all this? Like, she was so fucking useless. The sloth smacks her and she goes down. And then the the real actual fight and brawl that leads to the sloth's death is done by Zenny. Like, that's how this movie ends. Yeah. But it's not because Emily gets up and goes over for like the kill shot basically but she hesitates and then like the sloth just gets up and leaves (laughs) but like in record speed right just flies to the side like Like, not even wounded not even like slightly slowed down from the impact of its injuries i'm also surprised that they had tyler say the name of the movie because he's like it's a slaughter oh yeah yeah and i'm like oh my god wait is this also okay is this also when Maddie shows up with the gun and like shoots yes. down the hallway? Did she just walk from the hospital? She's got her fucking IV drip with she her. She has her IV drip. So how she had that... to have walked. Yeah. And, and yeah. we know how far it was because we saw the navigation. It was like at least yeah. a few miles. And even if she took an Uber, like, um, excuse me, can I fit my IV drip in your backseat? Not even like I brought the IV drip. She brought the whole walking thing right. yeah. with the, her. The little like rolly stand. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> So anyway, they're, the four of them are all on this mission now because the sloth is still alive. So they're like trying to get Zenny out because she's bleeding. And they're like, you got to go back in. Well, it was her decision. They didn't oh, want her to go back in. Right, she's like, okay. I got to go back in. I got to save Brianna. And she's like, that bitch is my sister. And I was like, whoa, yeah. okay. Well, so she walks into the foyer and the sloth is sitting on Brianna's shoulders and having her like walk down the stairs and when they make the last turn (laughs) down the stairwell you can see that the sloth is wearing the tiara that belongs to the president of the (laughs) like it made it seem like it was one of those moments where somebody's walking down with a gun Mm -hmm, to your back mm -hmm. it was the same type of same vibe movement yeah same vibe so so wearing the tiara like I'm president now (laughs) yes so good (laughs) And she's like, that's my tiara. And then the sloth basically gestures for her to drop the katana because she's got the giant sword. And she's like, oh, you want a fair fight? Okay. And she like tosses it down. And then the sloth lunges at her. And then Brianna, this bitch. It's like, peace, bitch. She's like, sorry, I can't. And then just leaves. Why this woman is allowed to survive this movie is completely beyond my capacity for understanding. Yeah, Brianna should have died a long time ago. First. She should have died first. (laughs) She should have died first. But then I guess we wouldn't have a movie. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe if you want to say until after the election, that's fine. But this bitch did not deserve to live whatsoever. No. So anyway, Emily and the sloth continue to grapple back and forth. Ultimately, she does kill the sloth with the tiara because 
the sloth is on her head and the sloth is choking her. So she reaches up and she grabs the tiara. She turns it upside down. And I guess this thing is made of actual diamonds because she just smushes it down into the sloth's brain. And Mm -hmm. that is enough to kill it. Although it does kind of crawl a bit and seem like it's going to come after her. And she acts like she's going to do the kill shot. And it like reaches out to her with its little arm. And I felt really sad for it. Well, it points. Yeah, it's a Panama. To Panama on the wall. Because they, they just photo. happen to have a framed photo of Panama in the sorority this house. Is what, <laughs> this is what fucking killed me. Besides that, because that's hilarious in itself. <laughs> right. She all of a sudden gets this moment of like, aw. I did like, too, though. That's your home. Well, no. Yeah. First of all, the sloth says home. Like E.T. Does home. it say home? Yeah, it said home. It spoke? It spoke. You had subtitles on, so I'm assuming yep. that's how you know that. Oh, wow. Okay. I did not hear yeah. it say anything. <laughs> Yep, it said home, and then she was like all like sympathetic towards it, and I'm like, then why? There's a bloodbath that just happened. Why did you? Why did you take it? Whatever. Also, Stupid. then like, Fuck why didn't down. it go with Maddie when Maddie wanted to take it back to the jungle? Right. <laughs> if that's all it wanted. But instead, you had her get run over by a fucking car. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. I. That's why the sloth. I didn't understand its motives <laughs> at all. But it comes to that one year later mark. Yes. And they have a club now that's fetch, mm-hmm. which I forget what the meaning. I on they they said a bunch of words, and I didn't think any but of them actually the, spelled the acronym, so no. I have no idea. It's but it's basically for. them advising to animals not being taken from their homes, right? And preventing things all. like this from yeah. ever happening again, essentially. So Brianna's is there too, right? And, and they're all they besties. take a selfie together, yeah, and she. Thanks her for saving a year her. Later, a year later, yeah, like for th- that's how long it took you to apologize. And, well, not apologize oh. to appreciate that you were saved. I mean, honestly, I think it's ballsy for her to thank her for saving her when she did not return that favor. You know, no, don't even. I wouldn't even want to bring it up if I were her. It's not a great look. I guess Emily's a better person than I am. I don't think I could be friends with somebody who left me for dead after I risked my life to save them. Yep. So that that's done fucked up, and then. And that's pretty much the end of the actual movie. And then there is a, a, a little credit scene that happens like yeah. 30 seconds into the credits. And it is like a tour group in Panama. And this doofus preteen girl is wandering off on her phone looking at this, looking at something. And then a crocodile appears to like come up and the guy's like, stop, don't move. And then the crocodile swims away. And then he's like, there's dangerous animals out here. And she's like, oh, like that. And points to the sloth that's just hanging on the tree. She's like, oh my God, he's so cute. And she goes to take a selfie with it. And then the movie just cuts to black because we're supposed to guess whether or not all sloths are homicidal <laughs> because right, exactly. I feel like that is the implication <laughs> and then of course there was other sloth things at the end too like, the credits were cute had, and the song the was was adorable it was an original song about yeah alpha so it was cute liked it liked it a lot I had a blast I had so much fun I, I you know what it is I think maybe because we kind of got gypped out of kill scenes really um, yes and that no. That kind of bugged me. I felt like the kill scenes weren't that dramatic. I mean, Slacks had gorier deaths than this did. But Slacks had fewer deaths, I would argue. Well, except for the massacre at the end, I guess. No. But again, the goriness of it, like intestines falling out and shit like that, where this was just like Slacks. Okay, well, I don't necessarily body. need intestines. No, <laughs> no, of course not. But like, just to make it the play on slaughter with slaughter. Correct. <laughs> 
and then you just have scrape marks with half the killings. It's like, I don't know. I feel like this. No, I want to slaughter. I want to see carnage. I don't want a quick little montage of dead bodies when I didn't even get to see the murders happen. Like, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. I thought there could have been more with that. I thought a lot of the murders were creative. For a sloth, yes. Yeah, well, like, that, and that was the thing. Like, they were... They were working with the limitations of a sloth, but also making whatever they wanted to happen, happen. I don't know. I even the loofah thing like that was so funny to me. And that was funny because even her reaction to finding her Mm -hmm. was like, again, it wasn't a gory scene. It was a girl in a tub. Right. Her actual injuries were unclear. (laughs) So she was screaming more at the fact that she had a loofah stuffed in her mouth than anything. Yeah, obviously she's dead. (laughs) Right, yeah. Again, it wasn't this gory death that it was like, oh my God, I just found this murder. It it looked more of just like she was sitting in the shower wrapped in the shower curtain with a loofah in her mouth. I mean, I think you have a different standard for gore than like the average person. (laughs) And like, I'm not sure why you came to this movie expecting saw level violence, but like... (laughs) saw level. I just, again, the, the, the term slaughterhouse, the fact that the movie is playing off of a slaughter i just expected more blood that's all (laughs) okay well i thought it was fine i thought the level of violence was adequate for a movie called slaughter house because i wasn't coming here for the violence i was coming here for like the punny ridiculousness of having a sloth be a murderer so I think in that way, they they definitely achieved their their goals. I think everybody in the movie knew what it was and was yeah. acting appropriately. Some of the dialogue was kind of cringy. Like, I don't know if it was like a boomer who wrote the script, but the OMGs and like yeah, all the... Yeah, and just the inflections that they had to use when they spoke was just... Again, it was like one of the stereotypes that they were playing into, I guess, of sorority girls and how they talk and how they behave. But it was kind of, do people actually talk like this though? I don't think so. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not friends with anybody who does, so... Yeah, when it started, I think I wrote my notes like I hate sororities. But I think it's just because of how they're depicted in movies of being that... Sure. Over the top, yeah. you know. But oh, that was a ride, that that one. <laughs> yes, I really enjoyed this. And I think if you're looking for a fun Halloween movie to watch that's a bit more in the slasher genre, but like still has that element of comedy, that this is definitely a good mix of those two. It is a very good comedic horror film. It's up there with Killer Sofa still beats it out. Well, that's a different genre, though, because we need to talk about like like living creatures that yeah true like shark movies or right santa jaws santa jaws the the sand technically that was some kind of jellyfish critter whatever if you've ever seen zombievers it's kind of in that same vein never seen zombievers yeah i mean it's zombie beavers yeah i mean it makes sense (laughs) it's pretty great it's a good it's a fun movie but it's in like that same genre and i think they did a good job making it silly but also watchable i i thought that (laughs) john may have different feelings well i didn't see it so but i mean i'm talking about this movie oh this one i thought it was watchable but you were having a problem no i'm not saying it's not watchable you said you were bored 45 minutes in i was a little I don't know. I was a little irritated at the end with the number of people who were presumably dead that 
or ended up not being dead because I feel like you lose the impact of killing people like Maddie. I was really devastated when she got hit by the car and then to find out that she was still alive was like, oh, good. But then to have her almost die again and then still come back, it was just like, all right, stop playing with my emotions like this. (laughs) Yeah, unless it was using the realistic thing of like a sloth tried to just suffocate her with a pillow and it's not strong enough. Well, she was dead for a minute and then but then they probably resuscitated her. So Yeah, the nurse came in pretty quick after that. Right. Yeah. So So and the same thing with the sloth. Like the sloth was basically unkillable for for like way too long. That was wild to me. It sustained a lot of damage and did not die. So that started to feel a little bit unsatisfying. So I do think the movie could have actually been like maybe 10, 15 minutes shorter because they did kind of keep playing back and forth with that. Mm -hmm. Like every time you thought the sloth was dead, it was like, no, it's not. And it's like, just kill it already. Just, yeah. Like Like we know that's where we're going. Like, let's just get there. I did find it funny when they changed their when they had the t-shirts for the rush and it was like oh. don't rush take it slow i think don't rush take it slow yeah, yeah. that was kind of funny yes but no i mean for what it was it was funny it was not a waste of time although again i think it had to deal with the environment i think if we had watched together i would have had a different outlook oh. on it well yeah watch with friends watch with friends watch with friends yeah that concludes oh, spooky, spooky season, season for us that went so so fast, fast. And November's right around the corner, and we do not have a list for you yet. No. But we will soon. Yeah. So it's a surprise to us as well. We'll all find out together. Yes, we will. And of course, you know where to find us on all the lovely socials where you will be able to see that schedule when we finally get it to you. And is there anything you would like to add? Well, it's not going to be for today because today is not Halloween, but happy Halloween upcoming. Um, Everybody stay safe and get your candy, get your tricks, get your treats. Get your tricks, get your treats. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time. (laughs) 